escalation of geopolitical conflicts, combined with the steepest rises in interest rates and inflation seen in decades, ensured 2023 was undoubtedly a challenging year. But it was also a year where Patrizia held firm with its long-term investment strategy, while remaining agile to the fast-moving macro environment. I'm Andrew Belt, and welcome to the Patcast 2023 Year in Review. In each episode of the Patcast this year, we have tried to make sense of the changing world around us and how it is impacting current and future investments in the real asset sector, with the help of our Patrizia experts alongside knowledgeable external guests. We explored deeper insights into the key topics and trends shaping our investment themes, which are underpinned by the global megatrends of decarbonisation, digitalisation, urbanisation and demographic changes. With the macro environment pivotal in influencing capital allocations and strategies, that's where we began in January, with Patrizia Head of Global Investment Strategy, Research and Investment Solutions, Mardi McCrane, and Patrizia Head of Investment Solutions, Justin Webb. They reflected on world events and examined how the forthcoming year could shape up for real estate and infrastructure investors. We've been seeing the largest shock in inflation over the last 50 years, linked to the reopening of economies, you know, synchronized global shock and bounce back, supply chain disruptions, you know, with China closing and reopening as we speak. And then, of course, last but not least, Russia-Ukraine war and its impact on food and energy prices. So what's going on here, and this is the situation in 2023 as we go into this year, central banks are playing catch up. You know, the Fed is acting decisively, raising rates very aggressively, and other central banks are just following suit. So this has led to the most rapid, the most synchronized and broad-based episodes of monetary tightening in history. At Patrizio, we're very supportive and, and really do like mid-market infrastructure. Uh, look, performance on, on infrastructure funds show over the last decade that mid-market f- core and core plus funds have outperformed large cap peers at least by 250 basis points for core funds, over 100 basis 150 basis points for core plus funds, really over a 15-year period. And look, there's four drivers that we see why we like mid-market, why we think mid-market has outperformed and why we think it will continue to to outperform. Really, we, we see it has a relative market efficiency. There's a lot more active ownership that we can take as an asset manager. A, a much significantly higher, broader opportunity set and cheaper entry multiples. So these are the things that we like about mid-market. That's the strategy that we you know, have seen as being an attractive strategy. It's one that we do continue to look forward to in, in where we want to deploy our capital. In February, we put the megatrend of urbanisation under the microscope, with the UN estimating that 68% of the world's population will live in cities by 2050, the thoughtful development of high-density urban areas is absolutely vital. In Patcast 12, we looked at the rise of 15-minute cities. The idea that vital amenities are accessible within a 15-minute walk or cycle for residents. Timo Hamalainen, Urban Finland's Urban Policy Advisor, shared his insights on the concept alongside Patrizia Head of Data Intelligence, Dr Marcelo Cajillas who explained how Patrizia is leveraging AI and data intelligence to make smarter investment decisions. I would describe it as a vision for building cities in a way that embraces density, proximity, and mixing things together, as opposed to a city where things are very 
segregated in their own areas. And I think fundamentally, it's the idea that if you live somewhere, you would have access to all types of amenities you need in your daily life within a 50-minute radius that you don't have to travel to the other side of the city to get basic services, but they're very close to you. One of the assumptions of the amenity magnets 50 minutes is that the quality of life is inversely proportional to the amount of time invested in transportation. That means if you can um, reach everything you need from a daily basis within 15 minutes, well, that increases your um, your welfare or the, or the tenant welfare. And by doing that, what we also um, looked at is how we can translate the sustainable development goals of the United Nations. And we are in line with the, the 11th um, goal, which is the sustainable cities and communities. So what we're trying to do is to start measuring safe, resilient and sustainable cities from a, from, from a different perspective. Moving on to the trend of digitalization. Next up, we considered the crucial role of infrastructure in advancing our communities and addressing the digital divide seen between the world's major cities and the more rural urban areas, often neglected by large networks. Highlighting the investment opportunity this trend provides, our conversation brought together Phoebe Smith, a senior director at Patrizia Infrastructure, and Fakana Lamgear, CEO of UK smart cities firm Connexin, who engaged in a lively discussion on how the smaller, more nimble smart city players are at the forefront of driving digital innovation and reacting to the fast evolving market. The advantage of the, the digital market right now is that it's obviously something driven by technology. So an ever evolving market landscape driven by new opportunities, whether that be in fiber, in data centers, looking at, at smart city opportunities. There's a large number of opportunities, but selecting the right partners, the right opportunity that really takes advantage of, of that trend you see in the market rather than just saying, oh, fiber's the latest thing, let's jump on the bandwagon. It's about selecting what is going to make someone successful within that burgeoning marketplace. Where it gets really cool is when everything is connected with networks and these digital infrastructure technologies, you can make things talk to one another. A streetlight can flash if it detects crime going on in an area through image recognition, or if there's someone who is less abled boarding a bus and have accessibility enabled on their iPhone, that can be communicated to a bus driver. So you can start to do the impossible because everything can talk to itself and to each other, which is entirely, you know, our driver's mission statement is connect the real world to the digital world to improve lives. And being at the forefront of that, we're seeing a lot of the normal use cases that give us then again that investment opportunity to say, hey, we see real growth in this space. This is what we're seeing. This is what the customers are doing and gives us that competitive edge. By July, we had a half year's evidence in which to return to the assertions made in our 2023 Outlook episode. Taking stock at the halfway point of the year, Radu Mercia, a director in Patrizia's investment strategy and research team, shared his thoughts on how the current perma crisis compared to the previous global financial crisis and where the brighter spots were for investors during the second instalment of our 2023 Market Outlook mini-series. Now we're starting from a general undersupply of quality real estate. This certainly applies for urban logistics, residential, grade A CBD offices, and some of the alternative sectors too. 
and looking beyond the current macro risk or near-term clouds on the horizon, this undersupply should really support robust uh, rental growth over the medium term. That Patricia, our approach has been to focus on high conviction, scalable investment themes supported by our house view. And our approach typically complements the decades of local expert knowledge with sophisticated algorithms and machine learning methods that help us refine our understanding of locations and market trends. Just to give you a few examples, we've managed to uh, spot a urban logistics market with high rental growth potential early and support or inform the strategy for assembling a significant portfolio of urban logistics assets for our value-add programs. Another example is the uh, Patrizia Amenities Magnet 15 Minutes. This allows us to have a very thoughtful approach for finding good risk-adjusted opportunities within the key themes supported by our house view at Patrizia. With the global spotlight firmly on decarbonisation, investing in alternative energy solutions is essential for meeting the Paris Climate Agreement. The energy transition provided the topic of discussion for September's episode of the podcast, where we heard how Biomet, an Italian bioenergy producer majority owned by Patrizia, is helping to decarbonise long haulage vehicles through the production of bioliquefied natural gas. Joining our conversation was Patrizia Director of Infrastructure, Oliver Heisel, and Biomet CEO, Antonio Barani, who together took a deep dive into the support available to produce and use bioenergy in Europe as an alternative, more sustainable energy source, which can be used now and will complement hydrogen in the future. Natural gas has already a 25% lower carbon content than diesel for the same energy content and also emits fewer air pollutants. Bioenergy, or more specifically biogas, has the advantage of, of being carbon neutral or, or low in carbon, as the carbon dioxide released during the combustion is roughly equal to the carbon dioxide absorbed during the growth of the biomass. So that's why it's quite an important part of the renewable energy mix and a potential tool for mitigating climate change. I'm in the bioenergy sector, I'm a bioenergy producer, because as I said before, you have to select the input because uh, utilizing corn to produce fuel is not sustainable, meaning I'm not interested. You just uh, move a problem from point A to point B, but then you're not going to have enough land and then you're going to use corn instead for it, for food, to produce a fuel that can be produced in a more effective and more efficient way from other biomasses. So the key element you have to understand about our supply chain is that, again, we use waste. We use something that other people don't want to use. We use waste in urban waste. We use industrial waste, we use manure, we use uh, agriculture waste. And this is uh, the key element why we are at the top of uh, our competitors' uh, business proposal. And this is why we're real sustainable. In October, thousands of investors and real estate professionals converged in Munich for Expo Real, Europe's largest real estate and investment fair using the conference as the launchpad for unveiling Patrizia's European Residential Markets Report 2023-24, Dr. Marcus Sielerbach, Patrizia's chief urban economist, was a man in demand, 
discussing the key findings relating to demographics and urbanisation in our eagerly anticipated annual research paper. I managed to grab a few minutes with Marcus for our Expo Real special of the podcast, where he told me that Europe remains the top global destination for diversifying residential portfolios through cross-border investment. I think one of the key takeaways is, yes, residential, as every investment volume, the investment volumes have declined. But if you look at cross-border activity, you still see that Europe is the destination for cross-border capital. That still makes the point, if you want to diversify within residential, European countries are the area to be in as they enable you to diversify your portfolio to reap the benefits of stability of income and some kind of inflation protection. I think fundamentally it's it's uh, a solid bet going forward. We will definitely see some challenges when it comes to regulation, when we see on the adjustment due to higher interest rates, but it will happen, it will take place and ultimately the fundamental side is what will determine where money flows in the long run because what we will see now is real estate will have to be relearned on the basics. It's not a bond alternative, it's much more than this. And this, at the end, means going back to basics and fundamentals of the market. To wrap up our year of conversations, our final podcast of 2023 brought together the sectors of real estate and infrastructure to explore how property portfolios are helping drive the energy transition. With solar leading the charge in the transition away from fossil fuels, millions of square metres of unused logistics roof space across Europe provides an enormous opportunity for the so-called solarification of logistics assets, helping decarbonise real estate portfolios and generate clean energy for the local community. Discussing this significant investment opportunity was Patrizia Associate Director for Asset Management, Tim Schotter, and Meryl Singer, Director of Business Development at Sunrock, a specialist solar developer and partner for Patrizia's solarification program in Europe. Firstly, and that's, that's the easy one to tackle, the sun is an unlimited energy source, which always delivers every single day. So you're not independent on the potential grid congestion, power, etc. It always delivers. Secondly, it's a way to decarbonize assets by the implementation of green energy on site which is, of course, in line with our goals, but also in line with the global energy transition we're currently in. And lastly, a very important one, the congestion of the grid. We tend to demand more and more from our grid due to the electrification, the transition the world is currently undergoing. By implementing your own so-called electricity factory on site, you eliminate the possibility to be dependent on the grid, but you can be grid independent in the future. We and Sunrock is only part of that transition, but we as the world have been major successful in in growing solar uh, um, as one of our our clean energy sources. But that also brings challenges along in in play. And I think the main challenge, as we already discussed it, is is the fact that kind of solar has a very specific profile of of when they produce. And if I link that to logistical buildings and and when logistical buildings are operating, if I look at the current situation, maybe 10%, 20% of all the electricity that is generated by the solar panels is now being used by the tenant. It's nothing. But we know electrification, which is heat pumps and EV charging, will lead to probably 
like 50 to 80% of the usage of the roof. So that's going to massively change. But then we also know that charging isn't done during the day because during the day, these trucks are on the road and they're delivering and they're bringing products to their end customers. So charging happens at night. And I think that's part of the smart solutions is being able to utilize the solar energy that that is produced, but also being able to kind of put it back to, to the local user when they need it, which is sometimes at night. All in all, a tough year for global markets, but one in which the real asset sector continued to address some of the biggest challenges facing our industry. At Patrizia, we look forward to bringing you more insights in 2024. Thank you for listening to the podcast in 2023, and I hope you have a wonderful festive break to end the year. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.